Welcome to Reshape Radio. This is your host, Ang Slogan. And this podcast is all about getting simple, effective results. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Reshape Radio. I want to introduce you into this kind of concept that I'm going to use. I'm going to use a car as an analogy. So when I talked about stress and sleep in the previous episode, that's like the tires in your car. If they're flat, the car's going nowhere. You're not going to go anywhere in your journey. So remember, when we're going anywhere, we need to plan for the journey. We need to go check the car. The first thing we look at is the tires. Oh, they're both flat. Stress and sleep are both flat. We pump up one without the other the car is not going to work. So let's just take, for instance, that we've looked at stress and sleep and we're going to take the appropriate stress steps to deal with our stress and sleep. We get inside the car and then I realize I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I have a look at you and go, hey, there's four brake pedals in this car and your foot's on the first one. Why, why have you got the foot? No wonder we're not going anywhere. So let's have a look at what that first brake pedal is. So that first brake pedal is, is awareness. You have no awareness that your foot's even on the brake pedal. Um, when I, when I deal with a client, especially for a fat loss client, the first thing I ask them to do is really need you to log your food for a week. They, they, they automatically have resistance to this. They're, they say, but I eat healthy. I eat, there must be something else wrong with me. There's something else wrong with me. I'm saying, look, I've dealt with loads and loads of clients. This is the first step. It's the easiest first step. When you introduce you to this, normally energy is really high in the first week. We're kind of nervous. We've made a decision in our head that we're going to go on this perfect journey. So Let's log your food for a week. You, I've got clients that use pen and paper for it. So you can use pen and paper and you can ask your phone and you can say, how many calories is there in a slice of bread? And your phone will tell you. You can use Google and you can use Sudi on the iPhone to do that. Or there's an app called MyFitnessPal. There's loads of other kind of calorie tracking apps. MyFitnessPal currently is the best one. It can be a little bit slow and clunky, but that's okay. It's going to give you the information that you want. So for one week, track all your calories to see what you're eating. My clients' minds, they always come back with this look in their face. And I'm like, so what did you discover? And they're like, did you know that a packet of Doritos has a thousand calories? Not the small packets, but the big packets. And we know fine well, we're good. once that bag's open, you're sitting down binge watching Netflix, the entire packet's gone. That's a thousand calories gone. Another client recently came to me and said, do you know that a large glass of wine has 400 calories and I'm like how many do you normally have and she's like well before I, I tracked the calories when I tracked the calories I only had one but normally I would have maybe three to four of these glasses of wine so one glass of wine 400 calories two is 800 calories then we're up at three is 1200 calories that's so many calories so there's a weird illusion we, we kind of for some reason we we automatically think or we don't even think we're just unaware but we just assume that that on some level that if a food has loads and loads of calories it's somehow filling like calories and being full have nothing to do with each other they should and we wouldn't have a problem if 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 that was the case but what happens is foods that are loaded with sugar or simple carbohydrates in general with some fats um, and some salt, those foods are hyper palatable. They're a thing called hyper palatable, which just means they're super yummy, tasty, and you are just going to eat absolutely loads of them. So that is one of the things that we fall into a trap. Nobody or nobody I know sits there with a bag full of 
um, table sugar and just with a spoon and starts eating it. No, that's actually quite yucky. Our body doesn't really like that. But mix that with some butter and a cake mix and we start eating the cake mix before the cake even goes in the oven. We've all, I'm sure, done that at some point. Um, so f- certain combinations of foods trigger our mind and they just get us eating loads and loads of calories. So we need to be aware of what foods these are. And there's no point in me saying, don't eat Doritos, don't drink red wine. You're like, I don't eat Doritos and I don't drink red wine. Best thing for you to do is to calorie count, uh, download an app like my Fitness Pal, or use pen and paper and just have a look over a week of what you are actually eating and get a few of these. Oh my God, I didn't realize a digestive had 80 calories. I didn't realize this thing that I have several times a day. I didn't realize hummus was really calorific. And at the end of the day, calories are the thing that matters and our relationship to some of the foods that we have so that is awareness so we're back in the car your foot's coming off that awareness and you're becoming more and more aware and as you go on your journey there's going to be corners coming up where you're going to slam on that awareness break again where maybe you're not making progress in your exercise because you don't have enough knowledge of exercise science to know how to progress properly or that when you lose weight, so the 10,000 steps you're doing just now, when you lose 10 kilos, those 10,000 steps are not as meaningful because you are now lighter, you're you're carrying less load over that 10,000 steps. So that's awareness step, really getting awareness of just seeing all the traps that are out there. These are all traps. Some of these foods are just traps and they catch you because you're unaware. You're unaware. They get you with flashy marketing with gluten-free and low-fat and vegan and all these words are like, but that's healthy. No, 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 no. Healthy is healthy. And there's nothing that is healthy. Healthy is kind of undefinable. Um, If you haven't eaten for a week, a Mars bar would probably be healthy because it's going to give you those calories um, straight away. And that's, that's what you're needing. Would it be the best choice? It would be a better choice than a bag full of spinach, which has next to no calories. Great, you're going to get some vitamins and minerals. That's great, but you haven't eaten in a week. But if you're overeating, then the bag of spinach might be the better choice than the the chocolate bar. Um, So brake pedal number two. So this car has four brake pedals. And brake pedal number two, now you lift off your foot in awareness and you go, bam, straight foot on the blame pedal. And you're blaming everyone for for your problems oh doritos shouldn't make their food like this uh, tesco shouldn't use or the supermarket shouldn't use their their knowledge of uh psychology to to manipulate us into buying things we don't want and um, these things shouldn't do that that starts putting the blame out of you oh i'm a victim and therefore i have no control over what's happening to me Blame is something that we do all the time when we do it in a subtle, oh, I can't do X because this person is stopping me or that person is stopping me. We ultimately have um, a choice and we have a choice over our own mind. When you're locked in prison, um, you the only choice you have is over your own mind. And this is something that really happens. And most of us are, have, have a lot of freedom and we have... Um, a lot of time and a lot to do, but we start handing our power. Every time we blame someone, we start handing our power over to um, over to other people because that takes the responsibility away from us when really we need to start taking that responsibility. It's a bitter 
pill sometimes to swallow, but everything that's gone wrong in your life is your fault. And loads of people now are going to get super angry with me and going, but this happened to me and that's not my fault. And this happened to me and that's not my fault. Whoa, 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 whoa. I get it. Sometimes people do shitty things to people. I get that. Shitty things have happened to me. Ultimately, the only thing you can do is how you respond to that. How you respond to people treating you shittily, how you respond to that. Blaming them constantly for doing this shitty thing is just reliving and reliving and it's getting you nowhere and it's a brake pedal. We need to take a foot off the brake pedal, start taking responsibility for our own actions. So, boom, foot comes off that brake pedal and the car's still not moving. Why are we not going anywhere? Because there's a third brake pedal and you've just put your foot down that one and that is the excuses. We can't go on the journey because it's raining. We can't do this because of that. We can't do this because of that. Excuses are hilarious. Sometimes they're really real and really valid, but for every time they're really real and really valid, there's someone else out there that is not letting that be an excuse. I think Mike Tyson, his mother died just before a uh, uh, big boxing match he had. And his coach said to him, the difference between an amateur and a professional is a professional turns up no matter what's happened in his life and does the job. An amateur would go home just now. That's super harsh, but we have a really, really, really limited time on this planet. And you are only going to be this age on this day once. Another year is going to go past and another year is going to go past and shitty things are going to happen to you. And then it's going to be Easter and then it's going to be Christmas. Then it's going to be Mother's Day. Then it's going to be Father's Day. Then it's going to be Valentine's Day. And then every other week and then it's National Pizza Day. And then it's suddenly International Women's Day. It's International Man's Day. It's, uh, but I'm going away for the weekend. I'm going away for the weekend. These are all excuses to not do the thing you've said you wanted to do. And this is, and for loads of people, I have loads of clients that are weight loss clients. And they're like, when did you first start dieting? It's like 10 years ago. I'm like, well, you could have been a professor of nutrition at this point. You could have been a personal trainer yourself. You could have been the most knowledgeable person on nutrition in the entire world. And ultimately, it comes down to things get in our way. And these are barriers. And we can go over them, under them, through them. Ultimately, it's excuses that stop us going up. The first example was it's raining. I use this excuse all the time for not going out for a run or going out for a walk. It's absolutely ridiculous. I look at the dog and she looks at me and she's like, hey, I'm naked and I'm still wanting to go out for a walk. Get one of your waterproofs on, you moron. And these are just a little fight with ourselves because we have a little demon in our shoulder who goes, but it's raining, but it's cold. Wouldn't it be nicer with a nice warm cup of tea and a chocolate cake? Yes, wouldn't it be nicer to have um 500 calories of cake and cup of tea then go outside and burn 300 calories it's just ridiculous and we do it all the time again it comes back to awareness we need to be awareness we can't blame anyone else we can't blame god for the weather we just need to go out and start doing stopping with the excuses and then the car is still not moving so what is the fourth brake pedal the fourth brake pedal is honesty a lot of the times we're really not honest with ourselves things that motivate us are fear and pleasure. We run away from fear and we run towards pleasure. And that's what kind of gets us into this problem in the first place. We are not afraid enough to run away because we hide our inner fears deep inside. When I first started to lose weight, I really had a realization that I was super deeply unhappy. And the super deeply unhappy was leading me to munching a giant pizza on a Saturday night watching X Factor or Pop Idol or whatever was back on there in 2006. And I was just watching endless hours of meaningless TV. 
um, and eating rubbish food, I was completely unaware of the damage that I was doing to my body. And I really just thought it was my genetics and I was pre-programmed. But the truth was, I wasn't honest with myself for how deeply uncomfortable I was. And when I realized how deeply uncomfortable I was, I started running away from that pain because I had then realized I was in some sort of emotional pain. And I started running away from that instead of constantly running towards pleasure because I wasn't facing up with the plane. So I was constantly running towards pizza pleasure, Chinese pleasure, food pleasure, and these things would cripple my stomach. And then I would have a sore stomach. Then I would blame, oh, why can't I digest food properly? You could, because none of that stuff's food, Angus, get yourself together. None of that stuff is food. So we have our foot on this honesty pedal. And that's what's not getting us going anywhere because we don't take a moment to have a good old cry about how fucked we are and how miserable we are. And the truth is, when you get out there and you start doing and you don't give a shit about what people are saying to you and you start living for you and you start being for you, everything's easier. Everything's easier on the other side. The grass truly is greener on the other side for me. This is 10 years of me being slimmer, fitter and healthier. And I can truly say the grass is super greener on the other side, way tastier, way happier, way less miserable. So that is the fourth and final pedal. But there's actually five things that stop us from making momentum and getting us moving. And that is the gas pedal. If we don't press on the gas pedal, if we continue waiting, so waiting is the fifth thing that gets us stopping. Waiting or inaction. Hey, I got a really good idea for an app. Good. Let's see in a year. Are you going to be, is that app going to be as big as Facebook? No, it's not even drawn on a pad of paper hey Dave how is your app idea oh yeah yeah oh yeah I forgot about that of course you forgot about that because you took zero action on it loads of people have brilliant ideas all the time or they have a notion to exercise or they have notions but these motivations these actions are absolutely rubbish and there's a joke about the guy who's on top of a roof and it's it's completely flooded and this guy comes past in a dinghy and goes hey do you want to get on the dinghy and he goes, no, no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then the, a bigger boat comes past with a guy on it. And now the, the water's up to his ankles. And the guy says, hey, come get in the boat. You're going to drown. And he goes, no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then a helicopter comes and the water's now up to his waist and he's barely holding on. And the helicopter goes, quick, grab the ladder, get on. And he says, no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And the helicopter goes away. Eventually a big wave comes and knocks him over and he drowns and he goes up to heaven. And God is there. And he's really angry at God. He goes, I was waiting for you to rescue me. And God says, what, 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 what do you mean? I, I sent you a dinghy. You refused to get on it. I sent you a boat and you refused to get on it. I sent you a helicopter and you refused to get on it. This is waiting. Opportunity is there all the time. Sometimes you miss it and that opportunity will never, ever come back again. But it's a practice of taking these many, many, many opportunities. Loads of successful people can take back some of their biggest jumps in their business or in their life or in their health to a single opportunity to a single moment so waiting is no longer an option feet are off the four pedals the tires are ready to go it's time to hit the gas in the next episode of reshape radio i will talk about the four energy systems and these are not fuel body fuel energy systems these are four unique concepts that have been around since the dawn of humans and this is the fundamental thing that creates humans and creates the way our brain 
our brain wires and we are all unique, but fundamentally we have four unique areas we can go into, but I'll get into that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and check out AngusPT.com. I've got a course that kind of goes along with this um, and it's just sign up. If you go to AngusPT.com, you can sign up. Uh, The first module is completely free and module two, three and four, they're not out yet. Um, So there's absolutely nothing to buy. It's just to help you guys there's so much help out there on diet and exercise and no one is dealing with this mental aspect of it and it's it's a mind game first you go there in the mind first and then you eventually go there in the body so thank you so much for listening i've been angus check out angusptd.com and thank you for listening to reshape radio